0: Okay, that's great. So today, once uh, once again, or we're going to start officially on teaching a very short teaching on this word uh, dunamis. This word dunamis, and um, using some books, not not too many books, but some of the better ones. Some of the better are just holding both the here, Zadiades and Strongs, in my hands here. And uh, don't ask me for my books. Uh, go get your own. They're available. And one of the key definitions for this dunamis is achieving power. It's achieving power. Power to achieve certain things. Now, we already went through the different translations. I'm not going to go through that again, but power to achieve. So, like I said before, this word power is attributed to God, to Jesus when he was on the earth as a man. It's attributed to believers, the saints, those who are born of God, but it's also attributed to the devil and demons, all right? So power to achieve something. And in our case, it's power that has been given us freely by his grace. Power so that we can achieve what God has called us to achieve. Not what I want to achieve, not what you want to achieve, but what he wants to achieve in you and through you. Because Jesus himself said, I do nothing of myself. And the day we come to that place where we want to do nothing of ourselves but only do what the Father is showing us, uh, we're going to see more of this power of this dunamis power being worked, being exerted through our lives, all right? So, according to the Englishman's Greek concordance of the New Testament, this word dunamis, I'm going to start with the believers. We're going to focus on what the word says about believers. All right? So this word dunamis, look at this. This word dunamis is used five times In Ephesians, the epistle to Ephesians, it's used five times. All right. And it's used four times regarding the believers, regarding us, those who are born of God. All right. It's used four times. So we're going to look at those very quickly. I always try to make these short for obvious reasons, for different reasons. When I do videos, I make them longer. So the first reference to this word dunamis for the believer in Ephesians is found in Ephesians 1 19. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 19. I'm using the amplified. This is the amplified. I like it. Um, I got my King James with me here, but I like the amplified for different reasons. We don't go, we're not going to go over that. So in Ephesians 1 19, It says here, and so that you can know and understand what is the immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness of his power, of God's power, of God's dunamis in and for us, for the believer who believe. Very interesting. Who believe. As demonstrated in the working of his mighty strength. There's all kinds of stuff in here. All right? I don't have time to pack this. All right? We'll look at this later on another time. All right? So this dunamis, it's, Paul says here, immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness of God's dunamis in and for us who believe. All right? Now this is key here, who believe. Because the power of God, God's power, God's dunamis in and for the believer, you will see it in operation or active or put in activation once you believe it. Because we have a lot of believers out there. There are, they are unbelieving believers. All right. They don't believe. They're born again but they have a lot of unbelief or wrong believing or ignorance working in their lives working in their soul or spirit soul and body the soul is the part of us that has to be transformed into his image all right so I don't have to get time to get into that so it says here that god has this power that is immeasurable unlimited and surpassing and great in us and for us all right so let's move to Ephesians 3 chapter 3 we're in chapter 1 here let's go to chapter 3 verse 7 Paul here is speaking about himself but this is not just for Paul this I'm not saying this is for every believer but it could be for every believer, but it's certainly for more than just Paul. All right? Now, it says here in verse 7 of Ephesians 3, where this word dunamis is also used, "...of this gospel I was made a minister according to the gift of God's free grace, undeserved favor, which was bestowed on me by the exercise, the working, and all of its effectiveness of his power." Is dunamis, all right? So this is for believers. Guaranteed, this is for believers because I like I've said before, preaching the gospel, sharing the gospel, whether it's towards the lost or the saved, it's got to be done in power. It has to be done in power because if it's not, it's basically worthless, basically. All right, it's better than nothing, but it's basically worthless. So this power that has been given to us already, and we're gonna we're gonna look at this next. It has to be believed. Everything, everything has to be believed. All right, it's simple, but it's not so simple, because Jesus has already done all the work. God has already done all the work through Jesus at the cross, making all of this available. Now, it's up to us to believe it. And let's move on to verse 16 and then verse 20. Same chapter. Same chapter, Ephesians 3, 16 and then 20. Now, before I get into 16 and 20, I just want to share, you know, a lot of people, unfortunately, but anyhow, um I think it's called The Authority of the Believer by Kenneth Hagin. And he talks in that book about how he spent hours and days just reading over and over uh, the four prayers in the epistles. So we've got two in Ephesians, we've got one in Colossians, one in Philippians. But especially in Ephesians, while praying in tongues, and I think he did some fasting, And then after quite some time, because he was putting a word inside of him, he began to see things he never saw before. And then he started saying, oh my goodness, what have I been teaching? Now, he was teaching good. He was teaching good. He was teaching on healing at that time, stuff like that. But he was still under the Baptist denomination, I believe. All right? So, and this is key here. This is key. I teach a lot on this, sowing the word. You got to sow these verses inside of you. All right? and i I usually teach these in context with the rest of the epistle or the chapter, and I don't have time for that now, but I always encourage people to do that when you're reading these verses make sure you read the verses all around it don't just read the one verse read verses around it and especially the whole chapter and even the whole epistle all right I'm just pointing out where these words these key Greek words these power words are found in the New Testament concerning our uh, new creation realities, all right? That's what I'm doing right now, all right? So don't quote me uh, saying that all, oh, you know, I said certain things and just that one verse. No, 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 I don't teach that. I teach the whole context, all right? So let's look at Ephesians 3, 16, and then we'll move on to 20. The tw- Verse 20 is the humdinger. Well, they're all humdingers. Verse 16 May God grant you out of the rich treasure of His glory to be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power in the inner man by the Holy Spirit Himself indwelling your innermost being and personality. That's the Amplified. Alright. So here Paul is telling us that because of the indwelling Holy Spirit that we all have once we're born again, we also have His power. We also have His power. Now, that's what Jesus said in, well, that's what Luke said in Acts 1038, how God had anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. All right. So, with the Holy Spirit comes power. Dunamis. Dunamis. Dynamite. I call it spiritual dynamite. All right. So, not to go around blowing up homes, but to stop the enemy. To stop the enemy, uh, to resist the enemy. To drive out demons, to heal the sick, all these different things like that. So here Paul says that we've been given that we should be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power in the inner man by the spirit. All right, by the spirit. So let's just jump down here to, down to verse 20. And, uh, I'm not trying to skip verses. I'm not into that. But like I said, it's just we're looking at this word, where this word dunamis is used. Where this word dunamis is used. All right. So here, now to him, God or Jesus, whom by in consequence of the action of his power, of his power, God's power, dunamis, that is at work within us that is at work within us, is able to carry out his purposes and do super abundantly far over and above all that we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. All right? So, Paul is telling us here that this power already resides within us. We already have this power. And most Christians, especially Charismatics, they know this verse, and they quote this verse, and that's good. That's good, and they need to keep quoting it. But they need to speak it. They need to confess it. They need to uh sow it, meditate it, and hopefully in context, hopefully in context with the rest, all right, especially with the prayer, you know, because this is part of a prayer that Paul prayed, and maybe that's something we can look at later on, uh Paul's prayers. But So, we already have what a preacher said once, I heard him saying, residential power, power that resides within us, all right? Now, it's up to us to believe what the Word says. It's up to us to believe this, all right? It's up to us to believe this, work at believing it, sowing the Word, all right, so that we can see this power working in us and through us, as we already read in Ephesians 1.9, in and for us. All right? Now, this power is for us. It's for us as believers, but it's also for those out there, whether it's for believers, other believers, Christians, brothers and sisters, or the world, but especially the world, you know. But this power has been made available. Dunamis. So. We're just going to touch on Ephesians for today, very briefly, and then we're going to move on to wherever this word is used, another place, epistles, and then we're gonna we're gonna unpack this a little bit more, of course. So I, I gotta make these short, like I say all the time. And uh but I just wanna thank you once again, and I always encourage you to learn on how to walk in the grace of God as well as in the faith of God. All right? To walk into fullness of his grace, which this is all about grace. God making his power available to us, uh, it's grace. Because we don't deserve it. All right? We don't deserve salvation. We don't deserve healing. We don't deserve deliverance. We don't deserve provision. We don't deserve it. Right? Because what we did back in the garden at the fall. Right? So it's called mercy and grace. So, we gotta learn what it takes to walk in the fullness of His grace, in the fullness of what we're, we're learning here, and of the faith of God, because it's faith that gives access to the grace of God. Alright? Thank you, Shalom, and Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.